Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons, episode 16. Today we have Nate joining us. Nate's from the Nat One podcast. Uh, everybody's got to check that shit out. They have an amazing animation setup that they're kind of working on and just really hilarious improv and great D&D play. Uh, Nate, how's it going, man? It's going great, man. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for reaching out. Yeah. I what? mean, you've sent up a sent us a few clips of those like animated shorts that you've been doing and uh mm -hmm. those are pretty amazing is that like something you guys are like doing just for single episodes or is that something you guys are like rolling through in the long run with so the the idea like nate handles all that stuff he's mm -hmm. definitely the businessman and i am the funny voice guy so if there's <laughs> if there's like a guy with an organ grinder and then like a monkey like i'm definitely the monkey and nate's the <laughs> organ grinder guy but the idea with the animation was uh just to get more clips out there and get people interested like the animations definitely pop so oh, yeah. like once they see that like uh the jerry one just came out and my kids have made me watch it at least 400 times <laughs> but the jerry one like it just grabs your attention you know and hopefully that brings their traffic into our podcast oh. yeah yeah it does i mean you sent us the draft or other nate did and like i was like oh my god this is amazing and then the other one came out what yesterday or the day before yeah the full and the full release of it, jerry yeah i'm like God damn it. Yeah. It's like, what, are we, what are we doing over here? We look like shit. <laughs> That's all Nate. Like, this is, he lives and breathes all this stuff. Like, so does he do the drawing and animation for it, or is he, you outsource no, that? No, we actually, uh, yeah, we outsource that. We've uh, uh -huh. had a couple different artists, but we're always cycling through to see what style we want and everything. But we really like this last one a lot. Like, I like the, the whole dirty style like the part with the boils and everything oh, like that oh, so yeah. the realistic view compared to that yeah, animation yeah, yeah. style really gross but perfect yeah but everybody's got to check that shit out it's pretty cool and they do some hilarious stuff on their end yeah nate you want to tell us a little bit about it it sounds like you you do a little bit of campaign but you do kind of like one-offs and like interview style stuff with it yeah we do like a mix of everything uh, right now because we're trying to find what really sticks but one of our favorites is like pts D D. So like everything in pop culture that we have a problem with, like the last one was Miss Frizzle and like, what's her deal? You know? So we'll like go through and like role play a whole scenario based on that. And then we do have a Call of Cthulhu campaign that we're running. It's going to be hopefully like it's all in one universe. I'm going to try to make it coercive enough to be like that, but who knows things happen. <laughs> and then other than that, we just make voices and uh, it's my job to try to make Nate laugh and he's got to try to keep his shit together, you know? Oh yeah. So you like mentioned Call of Cthulhu. Uh, you've got like some background playing different like tabletop role playing games and shit like that. I don't know how much time have you spent rolling dice and round a table. Um, for like three and a half years now, I've been playing D and D, and then just recently we started playing Call of Cthulhu, and then I've played with the same group of people for the three and a half years. I tried one other group, and I don't know about you guys, but it's hard to find that group that meshes well on everything and mm -hmm. i found that right off the bat so like you can't just throw that away you know right well if you guys are ready play some dungeons and dragons yeah yeah let's do it all right cheers, cheers. drinking Yeah. 
always takes me a minute to uh, <laughs> clear my voice and get ready. for this. Yeah. All right, let's do this shit. Cypress, we left off with you and Lucius. I think you two just cuddled up and went to sleep that night after just fighting off the bandit camp. You know that you have a few days travel ahead of you at this point just to get to the Adventure Guild uh, knee-deep. And Lucius, did he leave me or did he stay with me? For the sake of storytelling, he's still with you and he's just going to travel on with you. But we're going to go ahead and kind of fast track through some of this travel. Otherwise, we're going to have another three episodes of travel. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and fast track a little bit. Is there anything you want to like particularly focus on on the travels? Or is there anything you're trying to learn or mess with? Um, No, because I'm heading to the Marsh of Madness and I need to go to the Knee Deep, which is a bar, and meet a guy or girl named M. It's an Adventurer's Guild. Adventurer's Guild. Yep. Yep, thank you. And then uh, and I got I've... the Willy Wand that I haven't really attuned to. I got it from, oh God, what was his name? Tony? Squeebs. 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 So I got it from Squeebs and I haven't really messed with it. So if I yeah. run into somebody that might need it, then I want to see if I can help them out. Okay. All right, then. So after you guys' first day of travel, it's nothing too crazy. You finally find yourselves marching along down the trail. You're still within the Witten Empire, and as you kind of make your way near the middle of the day, you find this large, massive, it's got to be 200-foot-tall stone wall that seems to run on for miles in each direction. It's almost hard to even see the end of it. Uh, it stretches the entire length of the Witten Empire. Lucius tells you, he kind of talks to you about how it helps them separate themselves from the marshes and kind of keep out all the nasty shit, basically. Easily enough, there's openings and you can just kind of slide by and talk to a guard. Lucius does for a moment. He lets you guys pass through an exit. They don't have an issue with people leaving the Wooden Empire. They have people issue with people coming in. Yeah, as you guys continue on, it gets later into that day. You guys find a nice spot to camp. It's still kind of some luscious forest here at the west end of Lucius, this. Luscious? Luscious? Luscious. Are you seeing the similarity here? (laughs) (laughs) And as you guys continue on for a bit, you find a nice spot to camp. It's kind of still greenish, but it's kind of dying off, and a bit of trees are going a bit more dead, rather than like the thick, lush forest that you found once in the Wooden Empire. As you guys rest for a night, nothing too crazy seems to happen. I mean, it's just you hear carts kind of rolling by throughout the night, but nobody seems to stop and fuck with you guys as you get a good night rest and you wake up in the morning. Another few hours travel as he kind of leads you down and through this nasty forest it begins to kind of deteriorate as there's still green trees but now the like floor of the forest is going to a lot more mud rather than grass and it's slowly kind of like taken over as you get deeper into this uh another few hours or so and he finally kind of leads you to a trail key in the road and kind of points off into the north direction of it you find yourselves like in between two large lakes in this forest and he points you off towards the north towards one of the trees and he tells you just can't remember his voice. Uh, he just tells you, go in there, go straight to the north, follow the trail, and you'll find yourself at the Adventurer's Guild. And uh, I believe that's where you said you needed to go. It's been good, and I'll be at uh, Camp Logleg. All right, Lucius, it's been great. Thank you. And I give him a hug, and I kiss on the cheek, and I'll be on my way. Alrighty. And he says goodbye, and turns the favor, and you see him <laughs> head off deeper into the forest with his large sword on his back. Perfect. All right. So... You now uh, head down this trail as you see a large, kind of like the land around it begins to die off, and you see more puddles of water than mud once before, and it seems to lead down a slow, muddy trail that almost like weaves in and out of this different little like river of shitty mud around you, and you finally find yourself at a large, like wood kind of lodge, basically. It's about two stories tall, it's fairly wide, and uh, you see a massive 
wooden door that seems to be open and you see a few people kind of going in and out of it and fire pits set up out and around the whole area. It's a pretty good indication that it's the uh, Adventurers Guild. Yeah, you'd have pretty good guess. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. do see a few people kind of stammering around out front. But All right, I'm going to walk in and see if I can find a guy with a name tag that says M on it. All right, as you step into the building, you notice that the light kind of takes over you and you find yourself in a long hallway. And down at the other end, you hear a ton of noise and it sounds like a band playing and people kind of cheering and shit like that and with a door kind of on that end. Right now, you're just in a long hallway, doors lined on each side, and then a door down at the very end. And, and that's where the sound's coming from? Yeah. Okay, then I'll go to that. It sounds like a celebration of some sort, so go check it out. All right. As you pop open the door, you see people all over the place. Large, massive dining room tables, three of them lined up in the center. A massive throne on one end of the room with a man sitting on it with his like hand on the hilt of a large greatsword and a bar at the other end of the room. The music's playing loud as people kind of dance on tables and... You see a few people fighting each other, and it's just a mess in here. How surrounded is the guy with the sword? Uh, he's got like two or three people with him, but nothing too crazy. Okay. Uh, oh, he looks like a man that knows information. Yeah. All right. So you're heading up towards him? Yep. All right. Uh, as you approach towards him, some people kind of clear out of the way, and you slowly make your way up to the large man. He's got long blonde hair that goes halfway down his back and a bit of like half-plate armor, so it's like leather with metal kind of covering it. What are you saying? Real quick, who am I right now? Who am I disguised as? I think you're still Squeeps. Oh, that's right. Okay, perfect. Fuck, I never know how to do these interactions. Um, You look like a man that can hold his own, and you know a lot of people. Do you know a man that goes by M? He kind of peers down at you as he says, "Uh, I'm sorry, what did you say, M? Yes, sir. Uh, You know, can't think of it. What can I do for you here? I was sent here. Yeah? Bye. Bye. I was sent here by Zegrath Montaigne. Okay, yes. And he told me to find a guy, M. Okay, uh, he kind of looks around and he says, Well, uh, here, one moment. And he calls over as you see uh, a guard kind of run up. And he says, uh, get me uh, Montaigne's. You see the man run back as he runs back once again, now with a stack full of letters, and he kind of shuffles through them. And he pops one open and he says, says Oh, uh, you're not looking for M, you're looking for me. He said that you'd be coming by, that I should give you some room and board. But to do so, I, uh, well, I'm going to have to kind of test you out a little bit. See, I can't just let anybody into this bar. Fair enough. Yeah. What, what do you need from me? He kind of looks around the bar and he says, uh, well, uh, tell you what, you'll be traveling with a friend on this one just to kind of get a feel for you. I want to see whether or not you can hold your own and he's going to keep an eye on you. And he kind of looks around and then he snaps into the crowd and he shouts out a name. John Johnson. Get the fuck up here. As he kind of waves through and you see uh, a man begin to, or not a man? I don't know. You want to describe no, he's yourself? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, he's a human, probably like five foot seven, average looking build, uh, just a breastplate on, but like shorty shorts and just a dagger on his hip. That's all he's rocking. <laughs> oh, wow. John Johnson will be uh, looking after you on this one. And your name, sir? Not John Johnson, but uh... Yolan. Yolan. Yep. So this is what you got for me, Yolan. What? This is what you. This is what you got. This, this is what I got. Oh no. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but he's just got a dagger. You don't have anything better for him. I mean, he just trusted him. I guess. Uh, I don't okay. know. He's kind of a. He's a good man. Not to bust your balls, John Johnson. <laughs> I just. You don't look like you oh. have a lot of uh, armor on you. No worries, there, friend. I am completely adept 
At any kind of adventuring you require, I've been in this guild for quite some time now, and this dagger is all I need. I trust it. <laughs> if, you better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If Yol Yolin or Yolin trust you by means by all means I trust you as well. Of course, I would bleed for this guild. I'll do anything, and if it means accompanying you on your next little quest so you can prove yourself towards the guild, I would be happy to do so. Perfect. What's the, uh, what's the quest, Yolan? He says, uh, so, you're gonna be making your way towards a small, well, cave outside of the town of Noglop. Apparently there's a small encampment of goblins that are still left around, and I'd, uh, well, I'd like you guys to either clear them out or see if they're even a threat. But... I mean, this is a good man. John Johnson will watch over you, and he'll let me know whether or not you can be vested. I Otherwise, knew, it's on to you. I knew a new a Noglop. He was a goblin. Didn't trust him. Don't know a Noglop. I know the town. Okay. But these are goblins that you'll be hunting. And uh, John Johnson, do you, do, you, do you know the way there? Oh, yes, of course I do. This goblin cave has been used quite some time to test new adventurers into the guild. It's kind of the old runaround, so I know my way there pretty well. Okay. So I just look like the grinder here. Proving myself. Exactly. I'd say that's what this is all about. Wouldn't you agree, Yoland? Honestly, yes. I mean, you look like kind of a stubby man, if I'm being honest. I don't see a weapon at your side. And, I mean, if you're willing to die for the cause, then you could die for the cause. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'll uh, leave here with John Johnson. He'll lead me on my way, and I'll be back. Okay, then. Yeah, have at it, boys. You know what to do. And he kind of nods at you, Johnson. Very well. Follow me. Uh, tell me, sir, I didn't catch your name. What was it? We're out of the Witten Empire, so I can share my name freely. It's uh, Cypress. Oh, nice to meet you, Cypress. My name is John Johnson, completely average knight in every way, but I am adequate at what I do, and I look forward to our adventure. So please, is there anything you uh, require before we head out, or are you just ready to get going? I'm ready to get going, but I, I, I am interested in your name. Is that a family name? I mean, John Johnson, was, was your father a John? Yes. The, the story I was told, a long line of Johnsons, my family crest, but I came out looking rather average, so they just gave me the name John, John Johnson. It was rather rough growing up, you know, always getting picked on and beat up and everything like that. With a name like John Johnson, you get very tough, and uh, the family short shorts are just a, a thing that I always wear, you know, like, but you get used to it after time. No, it's hard to see in this lighting. What color are those shorts? Oh, it's denim. Oh, denim. Perfect. Yeah, I love it's it. denim for sure. And then uh, while you're saying that, like, I drop my dagger on the floor and, like, bend over and pick it up and kind of look at you and give you the wink and point. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Man's got an ass. <laughs> well, there's nothing I need, so if we're ready to head out, let's get going. And your family calls you average with an ass like that? Actually, this is the most average ass in the Johnson line. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, lead the way, Mr. Johnson. Heading on out. Yeah, and oh, this yeah, is still right. early morning. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, no, it's about like midday at this point. Okay. Yeah, you guys begin kind of making your way down this trail. As you guys head on out of the tavern, uh, people are just getting shit-faced inside, partying, fighting, doing their thing. You know, Johnson, it's going to be about a half-day travel or so to get to Noglop. Okay. And as you guys are kind of making your way there, you looking to follow the main trail or kind of go off trail and just head straight through the marshes? What's exactly, what would you like to do? No, we can take the normal road, or we can take the short path that I have learned over my numerous adventures to this goblin cave. Which would you prefer? What do you What do you think is more fun? What What What? Uh, what's oh, the if most... you're looking for fun, you can trust John Johnson, which is myself, and we should take the short path. It cuts right through the marshes. Let's carry on. Very well. Follow me, sir. 
Okay, so you guys take off down the trail for a moment. About an hour or so of following the lead trail, you guys find yourselves at, like, the tree line of a large lake. It's not necessarily a lake, it's a marsh. And it's about, like, knee-deep of water all the way across, but it stretches for about half a mile that you have to kind of trek through. Or you can follow along the outside perimeter of this little lake. Is there any gators in there? No, I don't think there's any alligators in here, but the short shorts are extremely important for wading through this knee-high water (laughs) because your pants are going to get all wet, and that's just embarrassing. Yeah, I've done that before. I've actually uh, got my pants soaked in shit before. Wow. I couldn't imagine (laughs) something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've washed them since I did that either, so... I don't think so. I think I might stink a little bit. (laughs) Well, you won't get any kind of... High eyebrow raises from me, good sir. I've seen people come in and out that stink far worse than you, so no worries there. That's why I appreciate you, John Johnson. Oh, everybody does. <laughs> so, as you two begin wading into the water for a bit, I mean, you're making your way through. You see uh, John Johnson's legs kind of shimmering as the water dances across the tops of his upper thighs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the sunlight's glancing right over the lake. Uh, it's a fairly beautiful sight. As you get about halfway through, can both of you guys please roll a perception check for me? Let's say five for John Johnson. Oh, that's a natty one for Cybris. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're we're just making our way through the lake or the marsh just totally fine. Yeah. Making uh, our way downtown. So, you two <laughs> are enjoying fast. it. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, Cypress, you're distracted by the glimmer off his wet thighs, and Johnson, <laughs> you're just... Kind of distracted by the water itself, almost. You two are having it's a good beautiful. time. And as you guys are going, you begin to hear uh, a bit of water kind of splashing behind you. I'd imagine Cypress was in the back. Cypress, could you please roll a dexterity saving throw for me? Yep. I'll take a 10. A 10? Okay. You get pulled under the water. Uh, you can't quite tell what it is, but all of a sudden you feel something grab onto your ankle, almost wrap around it, and just tug you straight under as you just flop right underneath it's only about three feet deep but you just feel yourself get sunken into the water and underneath the mud uh and johnson you just kind of hear a splash as you turn around and cypress is no longer behind you oh my god not again and i'm gonna try to like put the dagger in my mouth and try to swim under if i can okay perfect uh are you looking for something once you get under there yeah like bubbles or whatever okay any kind of movement i don't know how murky i'm sure the water's murky so whatever murky yeah yeah Roll a investigation check. This won't be part of an attack or anything. Just curious. Oh, why does John Johnson have to be so average? Ooh, that's a 17. 17? Nice. Okay. As you kind of dip under, being used to this marshland, you kind of spot where the rustling's coming from, and as you get closer, you finally see Cypress kind of struggling to gather himself as you see this strange, like, large snake wrapping itself around his lower leg. All right, I'll take the dagger out of my teeth and just try to, like, steady him and then, like, try to, like, cut the snake a little bit if I can. Like, you know, nice and easy. Okay. Oh, away only John Johnson. You're getting there to where you can kind of get a hold of the snake body, but you're not getting enough to where you're feeling confident enough to take a strike at it. Cypress, you feel this thing just clinching around your leg tighter and tighter. Can you, or what would you like to do first? I'm going to try to do the same thing and try to pull out my dagger and cut off the snake. Okay. Uh, roll an attack for me, please. Can it be more like uh, in the movie Ghost where, like, he's holding me and then we're, like, cutting the knife together? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're helping guide his hand? Yeah. Okay. Or he's guiding yours? I'm not sure. I'm helping guide his hand because he's already got the the dagger there. Yeah. 
Okay. You guys strike into the back, and you didn't quite get to the head of the snake as it just kind of starts bleeding out into the water. And this brownie watery mix is now kind of filling with a bit of crimson red kind of floating in there as well, but it still is trying to constrict around you. Uh, you feel it begin to like constrict on your upper thigh as it's just like kind of tightening away and you take another two points of damage. This time kind of like you can feel it just cutting off the circulation in your leg. Uh, what would you like to do, Johnson? Let's see. Does it look like we're fighting for air at this point? It's getting close. I mean, the All water's right. shallow enough to where it's easily enough to like poke your head out and continue fighting. So I'm not too worried about it. It's not like you guys are in like deep water. But it's only been like 15 seconds or so. Yeah, it hasn't been too long yet. Okay, then I'll try to uh, attack the snake again with my sweet dagger. You cut into this thing a bit more as you're kind of, you're seeing chunks of meat kind of sliding off of it. And slowly you begin to feel it like loosen up on your leg, Cypress, as you feel it just kind of trying to slither away. But you have a hand on it there. Johnson, is there anything you'd like to do while he, it's kind of released from you, Cypress, but it's still trying to, it's trying to get away basically at this point, but Johnson has a nice hold on it. Okay. And I've been, mm, I'll probably go up for air. I don't want to risk it. Okay. All right. Yeah. You can easily enough kind of fight your way up to the top of the surface, but you don't have an eye on it. Yeah, anything. exactly. You letting it just yeah. run? I am. Yeah. Well, cause I need to get air and I can't go. Yeah. Well, can I go back under and try to get it with my dagger? Yeah, you give it a shot. Okay. Sure. It's a big enough sake. So I'll go back under and try to attack it, and I missed. Okay. Uh, you go under, and now the water's just too murky as the snake's kind of released fully off of your leg. It's kind of hard to keep track as you just hear Johnson somewhere underneath there. Johnson, you've got a hold of the snake as it's bleeding out but trying to get away. Is there anything you'd like to do? I think I'm just going to let it go. Okay. As you release this large snake, you begin to see it, like, coil away, and in front of you, you see the body lead off for a moment as the tail finally follows. And Tell was... your friends. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say shit back. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a snake. <laughs> but it does continue on its way. As you two come up to the top, you see, well, you see Johnson break the surface as he comes back up to the top now. I'm going to do that hair flip thing that you see in movies. Ooh. And then be like, Ooh, that's not the first snake I've had to wrestle, if you know my meaning. <laughs> Let's carry on. Hopefully nothing like this happens again. Yeah. Uh, well, I asked about alligators. I should have asked more specifically if there was anything in the water. Um, is there anything other than snakes in this water? Honestly, I couldn't tell you anything which way or another. <laughs> that's the first time I ever wrestled a snake like that in these waters. <laughs> <laughs> we said not again when, we, when I first went under, but I, I guess I didn't hear that, so you know, I'll well, just ignore last, that. Last time somebody fell in a sinkhole, and that was it. I thought you just tripped in the water. It was kind of embarrassing. Oh, I see, I see. Well, thank you for coming down and thinking that I was in a, a sinkhole and going to come save oh, me. But you saved me either job. way. It's my job, baby duck. I carry you under my wing, you know, and the water pleats off my wing, and it keeps you nice and dry, but... I can see right now you're not very dry. No, but I'm getting a bath. Maybe I'll just smell like murky water instead of shit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> How long was your hair, by the way? I'm going to say like shoulder length. Ooh, I like it. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you see John Johnson flip up his hair. You two talk for a moment. Uh, you begin trekking your way through the rest of this little swamp. It takes a minute or two, but uh, nothing else seems to grab onto your attack after all the commotion that you two caused just now probably scared off whatever else was in this little lake. You make your way onto the shoreline of this little swampy area, and the forest just is dense with dead trees and rotted roots. As you continue on for a moment or so, um, it's now been a few hours, probably, two or three, and as you get 
you start to see the trees kind of dissipate. It's not quite as dense, and then the an eye line to the east, east northeast, which way you guys are heading, uh, you see like smoke kind of bellowing from the tops of the small little town now. And at this point, John Johnson kind of takes you down a little bit to the south and leads you to a what appears to be like a trail kind of following a river. As you get to the little edge line of this river, there's two large rocks that kind of almost build a canyon that the river runs through, and then you see the trail kind of leading off, and on foot it goes down into the canyon as well. You, Jefferson, or John Johnson, not (laughs) Jefferson. (laughs) You, Johnson, you know uh, that following the river, it leads down to their little cave as well as just following the foot trail, but it's kind of up to however you guys want to take it. The river rolls pretty heavy into this little cave and uh the forest line kind of gets closed in by this large ridge line of rocks so so we have two choices we can cross the river or go like over to the left kind of well you could cross the river and follow the path kind of or you could well you could scale one of these large rocks kind of in front of you or you could follow the river down it's kind of up to you guys okay well here we have another decision cypress we can either (laughs) cross this river or go down and then you know, try to do a little jog across the river later. It's entirely up to you. This is all part of your test to get into my guild. I appreciate it. How uh, how fast is that river going? It's moving. Oh, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving. <laughs> it's moving. Uh, I think I can uh, hop over there pretty easily. I mean, there's some rocks and shit that you guys could skip across the river if you'd like to. Right. It's the choice. I'm going to try to attempt to skip across the rocks, but... I'm going to have Misty Step prepared if as soon as I, I slip, I'm going to Misty Step the rest of the way across. Pop on over. Yes, sir. Okay. Roll a dex check for me, please. Oh, it's going to be, yep. be terrible. 11. Okay. You make it about halfway through as you begin to rock and lean on like the second to last rock. The rock kind of tumbles into the river for a moment and you poof, pop up on the other side of the river and you Misty Step your way across the rest of it. How would you like to cross John Johnson? It's about five. It, you see it drop in as it goes around six foot deep in the middle almost, but the edges are a bit shallow. Hey, John Johnson, do you have a rope? Uh, yes, I have the standard adventurer's kit that comes with our guild. Um, Yeah, let me try to throw that over to you. Perfect. Okay. Uh, it's a short enough gap, so you can easily enough kind of toss that on over to him as you catch the other end of the rope there, Cypress. You now have the rope in hand. Okay, and um, how long is this rope? 30 feet? Average. Probably 50 or so. Okay. Can I uh, mean, 50 feet, yeah. Perfect. Do I have enough rope to wrap it around one of the trees on the other side? Yeah. Perfect. So I'll wrap it around once so I can hold on to one, but it's got a little bit of a hold on the, the tree too. Okay. Easily enough. Wrap that right around the tree. What are Perfect. you doing with that? John Johnson, it's, you, can, uh, you can come across now. <laughs> well, I will show you how we skip stones here in this guild. And then I try to just hop across. All right. Dutch check for me, please. That is a 13. A 13. Okay. Yeah. You make it across as the last rock kind of leans. That one tumbles into the river as well and makes a little bit of noise. And you hop on over as you find yourself next to Cypress. So once you guys make it to the other end, you get to the little end of this trail. And you know it leads around this little canyon rock to your left. There's also a down tree that seems to stretch this like top of this 20 foot little boulder and you see trees on top there as well but there's a tree kind of extended all the way to the ground first thing i'm going to unwrap the rope that i tied around the tree and give it back to john okay oh thank you sir you are quite the gentleman i noticed you have a little bit of a wound from the snake battle earlier do we want to take care of that before we push forward 
Oh, it's just a little bite. I only took two points of damage. Because I will suck out that venom for you <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> Maybe after we go back to the the Adventurers Guild. Very well. Um, all we have to do is follow this goat path here, and this will take us directly into the goblins. I hope you're prepared for a slaughter. Let's do it. Do you know what's up on top of that uh, hill there with the tree? No idea. <laughs> do you think we could get some advantage if we go up top there? Oh, definitely. We can always get the high ground and peak. Because my adventures always told me, if you have the high ground, you're going to win. All right. How tall is this tree? Uh, it stretches about 20 feet up to the top of this rock. 20 feet. And how incl- how big is the incline? It's a nice, deep little incline, yeah. Hmm. I'm nervous climbing that tree, but I want to. Uh, so- don't be. With, with John Johnson at your side, you can do things most men couldn't. I can do anything! And I run to the tree and start climbing up. Uh, yeah, as you get excited from Johnson's pumping you up there, you run on up the top of the log as you kind of have to crawl yourself up the top bit of it. You find yourself kind of peering over a small little canyon. The river leads down a bit deeper. You see a little goblin down here, two of them, cleaning themselves at the other end of the river. You don't quite see the cave entrance, but you do see the goblins fucking around over there. What are you doing, Johnson? You following them on up? Mm, no, I'm not going to make that kind of trek over there. I'll <laughs> see if there's a safer path around. John Johnson isn't very dexterous. Okay. Uh, well, Johnson, you can easily enough kind of make your way around as you spot these two little goblins down here at the end of the river as well. They're kind of off in the center, of the, well, off to the side of the trail, but more near the river itself. Oh, Cypress, do you see those goblins over there? I do. I do see them. I got the high ground. Disgusting creatures. I heard they kiss each other on the mouth. It's really gross. Rat mouth. <laughs> oh, Rat man, holes. I'm disgusted just thinking about it. You better you better take the lead on this. I'm so grossed out right now. Okay. We're, it seems like we're pretty far away from these guys. Uh, Yeah. Oh, you just, you just don't want to kill them? Well, I do, but I, I think I got to get a lot closer. Oh, okay, very well. I will sneak with you if we are sneaking. Okay, but I'm, I'm up top here. You're up on the beach. You guys are like <laughs> loud whispering right now. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm way up here, and there was no point of me coming up to this hill because there is it leads to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's so. got me. Okay. How tall is the tree in front of me? Off to the off the hill. Uh, directly to your well, right in front of you. Yeah. Because if I if I jump, how tall is that tree? It's about like five feet underneath you. The tree itself is about like fifteen feet tall. John Johnston, you want to see something cool? You know it. All right. I jump on top of the tree. Okay, make a duck duck <laughs> yeah. for me. Hopefully it's not anyone. 11. So you jump into the top of it. As you hit the top bristles, you just can't fucking grab onto anything. A few of the twigs snap away as you begin kind of tumbling through it. You manage to catch on to a few of the big ones as you're falling quick, and you, it breaks your fall a bit as you snap that one, and then you drop onto a larger branch near the bottom, and you snap as you finally land on the ground, uh, but it was fairly loud. It wasn't exactly stealthy or quiet or uh, clean, but you did it. Hey, I made it. Look at me. <laughs> I am very impressed, good sir. Like, it could have been a little quieter, but who am I to judge? And as you say that, you hear uh, the goblins over there begin kind of shouting in between themselves. How many How many bra- uh, broken branches did I put you down? probably snapped about four or five on your way down. How, how bushy are those branches? Uh, the medium-sized ones are pretty big. I mean, they're fairly large branches, yeah. John Johnson, we could cover ourselves with these broken branches and wait for the goblins to I'm come game. up. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's stealth up until the until the goblins come up here. 
So, you two begin covering yourselves. Please roll a stealth check for me. 14. Six. Six? <laughs> All right. John Johnson, yeah. be quieter. <laughs> John Johnson is the master of stealth. <laughs> At this point, you do see one goblin. You see both of them kind of peer out. One of them comes halfway up the trail. And then the other one approaches quite a bit closer as he's kind of making his way. And he hears a rustling of branches kind of at the base of the trees. You see him slowly kind of just weaving his head back and forth as he's holding on to the hilt of his little tiny little knife dagger as he begins approaching your large tree pile a bit closer now at this point. Steady. You waiting for him to get closer? Stay perfectly still. The goblin is a lot like a T-Rex, and its vision is based on movement, or so I've heard. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm in. All right, another stealth check pack from you two. Ten. Sixteen for um, John Johnson. We flipped on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Johnson finally settles into place, and you see him just kind of, like, lay back into this tree bush branch setup that you've made, Cypress, you kind of lean again as you snap a twig, and you see the goblin now approaching, and he's standing, like, right over your bush. And he's kind of just staring in, looking at yeah. you guys. I should have shaved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, says, he sees us. He's looking right at us. I mean, yeah. Kind but of. he isn't attacking quite yet. Can I throw a dagger? Yeah. So as you toss your dagger at him, it just strikes him right in the leg as you hear him just shout out a, Oh, fuck the motherfuckers. They're in here. They're in here. As he's letting out a large yell. And yeah, is there anything you'd like to do, Cypress, quickly while he's yelling out first before he does anything. Yeah, I'm going to throw a chaos ball at his face. Uh, so, you fire off a shot and do him as this chaos bolt erupts with electricity. It just shoots him into the chest and you see the, like, fur little coat that he had on just blown to pieces and he just drops backwards onto his back. He's just kind of rolling for a moment. A bit of smoke kind of smolders from his chest and he drops dead. Uh, in that moment, you hear the other little goblin begin to ring a bell and he just begins running backwards towards his little home ah what a bitch can i uh try something real fast yeah i have the uh actor feet and uh i also took a goblin or whatever so can i try to yell out like oh never mind it was just a bee over here i'll be back over to my post very shortly you hear the other goblin's little bell stop ringing for a moment and he doesn't appear to be running any deeper down the trail should we puppeteer this guy or what's the plan now i can keep going if you want to well, yeah, we got to keep going, but how are we gonna how are we gonna persuade this guy, or we just kill him before he rings the bell? I don't know. Do you? Oh, I wish I was smaller. I could hold up his dead body and try to walk it over there and keep talking. You know? Yeah, I, <laughs> I could turn into a goblin, but I'd be like a five foot goblin or five foot five goblin, a little big. How do you know how smart these goblins are? Do you think it would be enough for us to get close and maybe stab him in the throat? <laughs> it's worth a try. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I'll, right. I'll pull the dead body of the goblin into the bush pile that we made, and I'll turn into him. Okay, sounds good. So you guys take this goblin and kind of bury him underneath that little pile of leaves after John Johnson has kind of somewhat tricked that other little goblin out there on the trail line as you kind of, you guys buried him under the leaves, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So what's your guys' move? So I turn into the goblin I just buried. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I'm going to... Keep, keep I'm, in mind, goblins stand about... Two and a half feet tall to three feet tall? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get on my okay. knees. Okay. And yeah. Let's try, to, let's try to lure him take, in. I'm going to take his shoes and put them on my knees. Okay. His tiny little goblin shoes and sticking them over your knees and you're yeah. going to... Okay. Yep. Uh, and 
I'm going to ask John Johnson, since he's the actor here, to call him over. Hey, John, call the other yes. goblin over here. Because uh, he, well. he's got the, he, we got the bee's nest, right? So, or the bees were attacking. So let's help him, like, call him over to take this bee nest down. Very well. <clears throat> la, 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 la. <clears throat> help me. Help. We need to take care of these bees. They've stung me all over. Please get over here and help me. As he's yelling, I'm going to move my mouth, like, trying to mimic what he's saying. <laughs> Okay. Like, flow your arms like Team America <laughs> yeah. World Police. <laughs> okay. And from this distance, he can't tell that you're not... Keep in mind, uh, so I should have described better. Cypress, as you were standing there, your fingers kind of shorten a tad bit. The nails grow and your skin begins to flash from this, like, kind of tannish or just kind of whitish skin over to, like, this darkish red that seems to match the same goblin. And you shorten, like, three inches. Uh, then you get down on your knees and it, it looks a little awkward. But... You're flailing your arms as Johnson shouts this out to the little goblin, and you see him uh, set the bell down on a rock next to him as he now begins running towards you two. And he begins, like, drawing his blade and heading towards the trees. And he says, uh, I'm on my way, friend, I'm on my way! As he's just kind of shouting out shit. He's about 20 feet away from you now as he's still sprinting towards you there, Cypress. I think I tag him now, right? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna do frostbite. Okay. You stand there as he's running and approaching at you. You let out this blast of this frost energy, and it seems to cool him to his bones as it kind of creaks him forwards for a moment, and it completely catches him off guard as he now seems... Well, he's clearly knowing that something's something's afoot. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do, Johnson, before he kind of does his turn? Yeah, I think like right after the frostbolt hit, like I'm just going to start charging at him with my short shorts and my breastplate with my dagger out and try to, like, lunge at him with my dagger okay easily enough get up to him as you sprint out from behind your little spot that you're kind of hiding and you charge him as he now knows something's going on please swing for an attack um that's going to be 15 that's a hit so as you charge at this little goblin who is kind of you guys caught him off guard as he seems almost betrayed by his friend uh he gets hit by the cold and as soon as he kind of begins Breaking away from what just hit him of that, he sees this man sprint out, lunge at him, stab him once, pull out your blade, and then you just slit it across his throat as the little goblin drops dead into the ground. And you just see a surprised look on his dead little face. It's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to search these goblins' dead body. Okay. So they just kind of had some fur on them, like little fur suits. Uh, and as you look through them, you're not really finding much on either of these two. They didn't seem to really have anything on them. Okay. Hey, John Johnson, help me pull this uh, dead goblin into the other bush with the other, or into the bush with the other dead goblin. You got it, Cypress. I will help you. Okay. So right. I grab his uh, ankles. <laughs> and I'll grab his arms. <laughs> okay. So you two can take this tiny little goblin body, hide it next to his friend underneath the bushes. And John Johnson gives it a couple good stomps, you know, afterwards. He hates goblins. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just hear squishing and cracking, and you can't tell if it's the branches from the trees or the body underneath, as it appears to just squish in deeper and deeper. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I'll turn back into the previous form of squeebs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you transfer back as your skin flushes over with some white skin kind of breaking. Your nails shrink a tad bit, and you grow back the same hair that you had before. I can't remember what he had. And you kind of flush back to your previous self. Where would you guys like to go? So, John Johnson, we've got this path right next to the river, 
and then another path in between back maybe 15 feet in between the two rocks or hills. Can yeah, like canyon. They're kind of like 20 foot tall like canyon walls almost. Okay. You've it seems like you've been this way before. Do you have a preference? Not really, sir. Um, usually the path that looks most dangerous is probably the safest place to go from what I've read in books and whatnot. <laughs> John Johnson is an excellent reader, if I haven't told you that already. <laughs> All right, John Johnson, let's go through the canyon then. Okay. Very well. You lead, I will follow. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'll do it. Okay. You make your way up and around as you kind of find yourself at another little tree line and you see the river kind of wrap back around this other hill and hide and head inside of a cave entrance almost. Johnson, you know that this is the entrance to the little goblin hut, and it just leads, the river kind of breaks into this, the underside of this large hill. So the river that we we, we could have followed just kind of bends back to where yeah, we just like went? bends around that large rock cliff that you kind of tucked in between the two of them, and if you would have followed it outside, the river would have just wrapped around it. But you don't see any people out here. No goblins or anything currently. I'm going to go underneath. the. There's some trees next to the, the cliffside where the river flows in between. Can I look up inside those trees and see if there's any goblins hiding or anything? Like the ones on your side of the river or the yeah, other side? my side of the river. Okay, roll an investigation check, please. I'm kind of standing there with my hands on my hips like, yeah, another job <laughs> well done by John Johnson. Okay. Uh, 17. You're not seeing anything in the trees. And it appears to be empty, and yeah, no goblins in sight. Okay, I'll step in towards close to the river, and then do uh, like I'm crossing the street, look both ways, see if I can see anything. Uh, you're still not seeing any goblins around, yeah. It appears to be pretty clear, and the river just runs into the cave itself. Is there, do I see a boat or anything that's farther down the river path? Uh, into the cave or out of the cave? Out of the cave. Uh, no. All right. And how deep is this river? Uh, about like five to six feet in the middle. It kind of varies, but in the sides, be up towards the top. So, John, how do you usually get into this cave? Well, usually I fake my own death. Do you have any arrows? I usually stick them in my armor a little bit and then lay flat on my back and float on inside. Uh, I don't, but I have a dagger. I can stick a dabber, d- dabber, a dagger in my arm and then float down. Oh, I'm willing to give it a shot if you are. Sure. I'll poke my dagger in, in between my arm and okay. squeeze it tight, and then I'll try to float down the river. All right. <laughs> and I'll do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. As you two both kind of prepare for this, you lay onto your backs, and the stream begins to take you into this little cavern. There's one thing John Johnson knows how to do. It's play dead. <laughs> As he's playing dead, that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> you know how well I'm good at playing dead? I'm really good. Just look at me. You find yourself in this small little cave as you hear uh, footsteps running down, coming towards you two, floating down this little river. Uh, It's gotten quite a bit darker, and you see a few little strange trails and, like, different little caverns kind of leading off in a bridge peeking over the center of the river itself. Uh, And as you guys are making your way down, a small little goblin comes running down the trail as he says, uh, Oh my, we've got another one! We've got some more! Oh shit, there's two of them! Look at them go! We caught them! We got them dead! And as he's kind of shouting out, you guys begin to hear a few more footsteps kind of coming around some of the corners now at this point. And you see one approach from the bridge. Are you guys just still playing dead? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you two are continually floating down. 
And as you're getting a bit closer, you're seeing the goblins now begin to move. One of them kind of runs off into a small little cavern the rest of the way across the bridges. The other one's kind of following you guys. Uh, Cypress, some of the water's kind of splashing in your face and it's getting in your mouth. So you're kind of trying to spit out some of it as you're trying to stay afloat as well. And it's not the perfect disguise, that's for sure. But that goblin doesn't seem to notice. He seems just too excited. Uh, and you continue okay. to roll on as you find yourself at the end of a little river, and there's kind of a rock blockade as you feel yourself bump into it, and then you feel Johnson bump into you as well, and you see another that other little goblin begin to peer his head out from the top of a staircase. I think I just want to whisper to Cypress, be like, wait for them to inspect our bodies. They'll try to steal what we have, and that's when we grab them and stab them in the throats. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you quietly kind of mimmer that to him, and the little goblin still just has no idea. He's too excited, too fucking excited. And he approaches towards you, Johnson. As he begins walking up to you, uh, he grabs onto your ankles, and he starts trying to drag you up from out of the river and get you onto the land. He's got a hold of your ankles, and he's doing his best to try and pull you up, but he just can't quite get you there. As he shouts out, uh, give me a hand, give me a hand, Teddy. And uh, you see his other little goblin friend come up and grab you by the anchor ankles as well. And they begin dragging you up and onto the land. I think that's when I do a sweet John Johnson style sit up Ooh. and just try to stick a dagger in him. Okay. In uh, any particular one? Uh, the one on my right foot. Okay. That's what I'm picturing in my head. Perfect. So John Johnson does a sick-ass, just like, lean-up sit-up, almost like the Undertaker coming back to life. And uh, as he Ooh, does yeah. that, he swings with his dagger and just goes up and over the goblin, kind of under overestimating how tall they would actually be, as you just kind of swing, and it catches them both off guard as they just both drop your feet, and you feel it clunk to the ground, and they both draw daggers from their side. So the first one swings towards you and you kind of just like lean to the right and then the other one goes to like swing towards your throat and you almost do like, you lean back down but you don't just like flop all the way to the ground. You're like in a half sit up and the blade flies across the tip of your face. I peek over like with one eye. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's got abs. <laughs> yeah, some serious core. I'll use my movement speed or whatever and kind of stand up and then I'll attack that one on my right again. Yeah, as you... Jump up to swing at this first one. You're kind of like trying to jump up and swing at the same time. And as you get going, you kind of tumble back and onto the ground as the ground's a bit wet from the river flowing next to it. And you find your dagger kind of hit the ground and stumble out a few feet away from you. And it slides up against a wall just next to you as you've lost your weapon currently. Oh, Not shucks. broken or anything, but it has dropped. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm going to see if I can stand up because I'm against this rock barrier and use that as like a to hold me against it because the, fl the water's flowing, but yeah. just stand up against it. So I, it's, it's just keeping me in place. I'm not going to fight it. Okay. And then I'll throw a uh, chaos bolt. Okay. At uh, the goblin that's would be on his left leg. You kind of lay up against the side of this rock as the current's kind of pushing you into it. And you reach your hand above the water and you fire off a bolt as it just collides into the chest of this little beast. And it tosses him to the side. His flames just take over his body and you just hear, Little screams of just, oh shit, oh fuck, he's got me, oh. And he dies. There's now the one left. As he's kind of noticed, like, oh shit, that was pretty fucking strong. Uh, since I know that that one is dead, I'm going to see if I can climb up on the uh, bank. Okay, yeah, you can get up right in there with Johnson and the other little goblin. Kind of right on the side there. Um, 
And for him, that other little goblin now is going to turn and attempt to run away. He takes off up the stairwell as you see him kind of disappear into the hallway. What are you two doing? Since he was since he was close enough, could I use a reaction to try to grapple him, or am I still like yeah, if you'd fishing like to. for my dagger? Yeah. I think John Johnson in the fight would try to just grab the little fella and squeeze the life out of him. Okay. Surprisingly, you two are going at it. Uh, and you don't quite have him locked up, but he's not able to run. So you do have him in a bit of a grapple, but you don't have like full control over him at this point. It's a locked little fight as you're kind of almost having to lean down to try and get him. He's pushing your hands away as you two are struggling to fight. So, Cypress, you see these two going at it. Okay, and, so and, I... And. I imagine myself throwing the chaos bolt with the other arm that didn't have the dagger pinned between it. Yeah. So I'm going to grab the dagger that was falsely in me in the other arm, pull it out, and then try to stab the goblin that he's trying to get uh, grapple. So you strike your blade. You kind of run up on them trying to take advantage of the situation as you go at him. It just kind of cuts into some of his cloth, and it wasn't a very big hit. He even like kind of looks at you like, what are you doing here? He's now going to attempt to break your grapple there. Uh, you've made a bit of movement if you've kind of locked up now one of his arms and you've got him, basically, as you've kind of locked him in place and he's just struggling like, let me go, let me go. Ooh, yeah. Uh, what would you like to do on your turn? Can I just headbutt him like Brad Pitt did in Fight Club? You sure could try. Yeah, I'm going to try to just headbutt him right in the face. John Johnson style. So you knock your head into his nose as blood just begins to pour from his nostrils and he's just letting out little screams and you've got him tied up pretty damn good i'm gonna just use my dagger and just cut his throat I'm like just be quiet okay yeah uh easily enough since he's got him tied up now pretty damn good after just knocking him in the face you can walk up to him and place your blade to his throat and draw it as blood just dumps from his throat and his eyes go wide for a moment uh, he kind of looks over at his buddy, seeing that he's dead in his last little view, and he drops to the ground and goes limp in your grip. Perfect. What okay. do we do with these bodies? We throw them in the water, they're just going to hit these rocks and turn the water red, but... We just leave them, like, let's prop them up, maybe, and make it look like they're fishing or something. <laughs> okay. Is there any sticks in the, in the around? Can we, like, prop them up with some sticks and, like, put some sticks in their hands so it looks like they're fishing? Yeah, there's... You can find some shit, I suppose. Uh, it's not scattered everywhere but there's some sticks they don't necessarily look like fishing bowls but yeah cypress you managed to get your little goblin uh lined up there pretty good you picked the goblin who you hit with the bolt so he's a little charred up but uh you managed to kind of get him like leaning on his leg with a pole in one hand and it's kind of propping him up as well and uh johnson as you kind of set yours you're having an issue with the slit throat its head keeps kind of pulling backwards as the skin's tearing a bit more and uh, there's just blood pouring all over this thing, and like the head's kind of just wobbly, but it's it's set up. It just doesn't look completely uh, natural. So. Well, if anybody gets too close, they'll just think he's having a good old-fashioned laugh <laughs> with both of his mouths. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's go up the stairs, John Johnson. Let's do it, good sir. Should we try to be stealthy? Ooh. Yeah, we should probably try to be stealthy. You two make your way up that little staircase, and you now find yourself kind of with a little hallway to your right that led over that bridge that you once saw that little goblin cross. You find two little water reservoirs kind of to your backs, and then you see another staircase leading up quite a bit of a ways, but there's a bit of light kind of coming from that. Can I make the assumption that the water reservoirs is what they use for uh, 
like drinking water? It'd be a pretty good assumption, yeah. I'm going to pee in one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, easily enough, you can take a leak as it begins flowing on out. I shall join you in this <laughs> fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, you two both line up, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're painting the system, but who knows how much actually flows into here, but you're definitely, you're taking a piss, so. <laughs> sweet, sweet justice. <laughs> and we'll do, a, like, a high five while we're peeing. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, John Johnson, there, we've got a bridge over, what, if we face to the south, one's to the right, and then one's right in front of us. Yeah. Which... Which way do you want to go? Mm, that's tough to say. More than likely, the boss is probably going to be not across the bridge. So whatever you feel like getting froggy doing, John Johnson is there for you. Mm. I know that didn't answer any of your questions, <laughs> but that's how I talk. <laughs> that's all right, John Johnson. I, I want to go both ways. So let's go, let's go south first. Sounds good to me, friend. Okay. So as you two make your way up and into this next little cavern area, you begin to see the large kind of bright light of a campfire kind of taking over the room around you. And you find a few little sleeping bags, not sleeping bags, little crates, and you find a few little goblins kind of lined up next to some of the crates as they're sleeping, kind of just leaning up against it, two of them. I whisper to John, do we kill them in their sleep? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'll go into one of them, and if John, if you want to go to the other one. That sounds good. Unless you want to try to get all artsy with it, and we could try to throw them on top of the fire, and then step. <laughs> I think moving them will wake them up, but I don't know. Uh, okay, I, I'm just John Johnson. I don't know any better. <laughs> uh, so I'm assuming you two are going to try and sneak up to them? First, yeah. Right? All right, please roll stealth yeah. checks. Ooh, that's an 18 for John Johnson. That's 11 for Cypress. Okay. So Johnson, easily enough, you can get up there, and he doesn't seem to awake or anything. He's just quietly there cypress as you're getting a bit closer you kind of step on some of the rocks uh you pause for a moment wait to see if anything happens uh, the goblin himself doesn't appear to wake up or anything as you manage to get right up next to him perfect so, what are you doing i'm gonna try to look over at cypress and like give him like a three count on my hand for like right above the bodies okay perfect and then right, here we go here i'm we go. gonna stab mine in the throat so he can't make any sound oh yeah i'll do the same okay all right one Two, three, three, stab. Boom. As you guys stab, Johnson, you manage to pierce your blade into the throat of yours, and as you kind of like pierce it, you throw it all at once as you toss him on top of the fire and smoke. It wakes up for a moment as it begins to like grab onto its neck and roll around, drops dead in the fire pit. You, Cypress, you place your blade into his as you've kind of gotten it just below the collarbone almost. Blood begins to kind of pour out as you toss it towards the flames. It lands on top of the other, and it's just kind of squealing and rolling now and place on top of his, uh, well, burning dead friend. And smoke's kind of filling the air as it's still kind of rummaging around on top of the other one. <coughs> smells like shit. Mm, don't you just love that smell? Oh, yes, it smells <laughs> terrible. I don't love it at all. <laughs> okay. So, so, shall we rummage, rummage around the place a bit and see if we could find anything of value? I doubt they have anything. Yeah, I think mine's still alive. His is still slightly yeah, alive. I didn't yeah, I do a lot of damage. Oh, he'll die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hold him onto the fire. You just hold him there? Yeah. All right, roll a strength check for me. Eventually, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> a lot. Three. He's putting up a lot more of a fight than you expected as he's kind of rolled over on top of his friend now. 
the flames are slowly beginning to like take over his friend as it's starting to burn him a bit but he's fighting and just holding your hand and like almost trying to pull you towards him as he's he's got a hold on you now at this point shit john Oh man, oh sorry, um, I run over there and give him a quick couple of Kirby stomps to <laughs> try to snuff out his will to live. He's focused on trying to yank Cypress towards him, you just manage to start stomping him in as uh, you hear ribs crack underneath your boot and then you finish it off on his small little head and you just hear a pop as his eyes just kind of go dull and after he's been just glaring at Cypress, you see it just kind of focused on Cypress but now no will to live as it's kind of just limply dropped on top of the pile as the flames begin to take it. Well, Cypress, this isn't the normal cleanup that we do in this cavern, but it's going <laughs> rather smoothly, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, we haven't alerted a lot. I mean, the bell kind of went off, but we stopped that. We've killed these guys in our sleep. Now they're burning. They won't notice the smell. They all smell like shit anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> True. Uh, but I, I did like your idea earlier. Let's Let's investigate this room. Yes. Uh, John Johnson's not actually going to investigate. He's going to stand there and admire his work. <laughs> okay, perfect. As you're digging around, uh, you're finding old backpacks and shit like that kind of tucked away in, in between some of the barrels. And uh, most of the barrels and caskets and shit just kind of hold some old food and just random goods, hay and shit like that. But you do find a small little pouch with a, uh, well, it's got four gold in it. Or not four gold, sorry. 50 silver in it, we'll say. Okay. We'll go with that. 50 silver. Just a little hairbrush, and it appears to be, like, a woman's purse that they stole at some point. Hey, John Johnson, I found this hairbrush, and you have locks of love, my man, so you will need this. I usually don't take from the adventures that I help out, but this brush is really speaking to me, and I just start brushing through my hair. <laughs> All right, uh, you see him take it over as, a, I mean, he's he's been trained in this weapon for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go across the bridge to get to the big guy. Is there another passageway up kind in of, this room? or? Well, as you kind of look, sorry, with that, you find there's like some, so all the walls are made of like these stone kind of put together nicely, but over here to the left side of the room to the west, there's a rock pile kind of blocking like an old doorway. It does, It reaches almost to the top of the ceiling. There's about like a seven inch gap. So you can tell that it's definitely used to be a door but it's just stuffed full of stone at this point. And other than that, it's just oh. the staircase that you came in. Oh, oh, yes. Fuck that. Let's go to the bridge. <laughs> you you want to take some, down some rocks? No, John Johnson doesn't do manual labor. <laughs> All right, John Johnson. Okay. So you two heading back down? Yep. Okay. As you make it closer to the bridge at this point, Cypress, as you're kind of making your way, you notice that there's a small little tripwire kind of lined up underneath the bridge itself. Uh, and it appears to be tied off to a few of the slats, and it's kind of stuck to the first slat right on the step. Hey, John, there's a tripwire right here. Make sure to step over it. Son of a bitch, okay. As distracted as you are, you still manage to kind of take notice of what Cypress told you, and uh, you make your guys' way across to this small little tunnel that loops back around. Yeah, how's it for lighting? Is it still, like, okay enough? It's it's kind of dim. There's some torches lit up here and there, so it's enough to where you don't need dark vision or anything like that, but it's definitely okay, not, cool. like, the brightest cave out there. So roll a stealth check for me then, you guys. Seven. Ooh, 19 for John Johnson. And then I'm going to tell Cypress, you see, it's a lot easier to be stealthy when you're wearing these short shorts. You don't hear the chafing of your pants going. <laughs> Got a lot to learn from you. 
<laughs> you, Johnson, you're making it easily enough, but uh, you, Cypress, in the lead, you're kind of, you're stepping on all the wrong shit. You're finding little gravel pits, and you're kind of fucking up as you begin to hear a bit of the goblins kind of talking now in the room in front of you. You just hear them kind of squeaking and squawking in between each other, and you're approaching kind of near the end of the tunnel. You see into this small little bedroom. You see a bunch of little bedrolls and a staircase leading down, and in this room you see a few people kind of standing around talking to each other. People or goblins? Goblins, sorry, not people. But you do see two small goblins with one man standing and talking in a circle. And uh, after they've heard you kind of making some noise, you see them kind of go quietly as they're kind of peering around and looking up the cave. I'm going to wait. They've gone quiet as they're kind of staring up towards your cave system and you're just waiting. Yep. So do they see Cypress yet or no? They haven't seen, but they've heard you guys coming. Okay, I'm going to try to use the actor thing again and be like, we got a prisoner coming through. Uh, Philip, you know the jail's not over here, right? Suppose, I mean, unless it's a treat for our guest, then, uh, well, either, I don't know, I guess, fuck it. Bring him on in. Now, this one said parlay and demanded to speak with an officer. God damn it, Philip. Uh, there's, well, there's no officers. We're just goblins. What, what do you, do you want me to come speak to him? I have no idea. He said parlay. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm asking you, Philip. You're the one. What are you? What are you doing? Bringing him to me then? If you don't know what a parlay oh. is. Oh, sorry. Oh, here we come. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> okay. You hear one of them kind of like say like, "Sorry, sorry," as he begins kind of stepping away. He hasn't quite. They don't have a view, so the stairwell drops down to them, so they can't really look up into the cave where you're from. But uh, you do hear one of them now making his way towards the stairwell and kind of heading up towards you guys. John, do you want to? You want to push me in like I'm a prisoner? Yeah, and I'm going to try to, like, uh, just hunch down because, like, goblins are shorter, you know? So I'll just try to, like, stay behind you and, like, pretend like I'm poking you in the back kind of deal. Right, so he only sees your shadow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm going to act like my hands are tied behind my back as he pushes me in. Okay. Easily enough, you guys can do it as uh, this little goblin, you see him in, like, he's got the same little fur dressed up as the rest of you, and... uh. He's now making his way towards you guys, and he's kind of eyeballing you guys strangely as he's got a dagger in him, and he approaches, he says, uh, Philip, uh, what, well, what, we, we eating this one? We killing him? You, you brought him for a friend? What's the plan here? Uh, as he says that, I'm just, I keep screaming, like, parlay. Parlay, parlay! <laughs> <laughs> he just looks, he says, what are you speaking about? What is the parlay? Parlay! And what? I think he said he wants a parfait. A parfait? We don't have fruits. <laughs> yogurt. Yogurt. Jesus. This is. We're in a cave. <laughs> you're not gonna get. You're a prisoner. Why would we give you parfaits? Yogurt. <laughs> uh, he's looking a bit more confused now as he walks up and he approaches right towards you there. Uh, roll a stealth check for me there, John. Apparently, John Johnson's a master of stealth with a seventeen. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're managing to kind of stay like as you see the little goblin man trying to get an eye line on you. You're kind of squeezing in and out, and he know he knows something's going on here, but uh, he's just more confused. He says, well, uh, I mean, fuck, take him to a bed, tie him up, and we'll, we'll roast him on up here soon. Uh, after our guest leaves, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then I, like, whisper to Cypress, I'm like, whenever you're ready, give me the sign and we'll jump this motherfucker. You see him turn around as he now begins heading back 
down towards the staircase. Oh, so his, his back's towards us. He is, his back is towards you guys. As he just seems like pissed off. Like, I don't know if it's something Philip's always doing, but either way, he's not happy. Okay. I'm just going to kind of trek behind him quietly as he walks up the stairs. Well, it goes down a staircase. Oh, down. Oh, so as he yeah. goes down. So as it gets a bit closer in, you can see that there's no wall separating, like, the ledge of the staircase. It drops into the other room. Oh, okay. So you see him now at the top of the staircase. Probably a three, four-foot wall next to you, and as you look down, you see another goblin speaking to a human, and that human appears to be wearing armor from the uh, Witten Empire. I'm just going to go full blast on this goblin right now with a witch bolt. And then can I, like, throw my dagger at the same time, like, seeing him step to the side and starting to conjure? Fuck yeah. As you step out and begin to, like, conjure up your spell, and as it begins to cast, Johnson kind of stands over you and throws a dagger at the same time as your witch bolt blasts into him. You see the little goblin begin to tumble, and his dagger strikes into his back as the little goblin tumbles down the staircase. Oh, fuck, he went down the staircase. Damn it. He was right at the top of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So he tumbles down to the bottom as you hear the two of them. One of them just goes, oh shit, what was that? And the human just says, uh, it looks like you brought me into a trap. What are you doing here? As they now begin kind of arguing with each other and you hear blades are drawn. Uh, hey, John Johnson, use your actor ability and say that they're, you brought him into a trap. Confess these lies. <laughs> oh, very well. <clears throat> <clears throat> la 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 la. <laughs> Yes, it is true. You have fallen into our trap. You better surrender now or else face dire consequences. <laughs> okay. You hear the uh, little goblin. He says, uh, uh, just surrender. Put down your blade. Put down your blade to the human as the human says, uh, I, I will for no man. What, what could possibly be coming to attack simple little goblin? There's nothing to fear here as you hear him kind of begin to step forward, kind of moving, and it sounds like he's almost preparing himself. You've kind of got an eye line down in there. If you'd approach a bit closer, you could see over the stairwell railing. But for right now, you're just kind of hearing these things. I'll wait for him to go up the stairs. I'm going to whisper to Cypress. That was my only dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take mine. Oh, thank you. Now I am prepared. Let's battle. So the man kind of steps forward as you see a large man in what appears to be guard armor from the stronghold where you've been beforehand, Cypress as he steps out from around the corner with a large two-handed blade in his hands and kind of heavy armor down and across him. As soon as he peeks around the staircase and I can see him, I'm going to do another Witch Bolt at third level. Yeah, uh, you see him approach, and as you cast out another spell, it blasts into him. As he stammers backwards for a moment, you see the electricity kind of shock shocking and like connecting in between each places of his armor, and you see him kind of lean back and set to in his position. Cypress. We'll go ahead and fire off with you again. Perfect. Uh, I'll keep that connection with Witch Bolt, and I can just use my attack dice again. That's a lot of damage. That's almost as high as I can go. Um, 24. Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you continue on with, as you, like, Bolt of Energy is connecting the two of you and still sparking off his armor. You focus once again as more pressure just gets pushed through this beam of energy and just shocks him to his core as you see him kind of grab onto his heart for a moment. You see him lean backwards and try and catch onto the wall as he then drops dead onto his back. And you just hear the other little goblin down there now just saying, uh, I surrender, I surrender. Uh, nothing to see here. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. Parlay, parfait, parlay. <laughs> okay. Well, John Johnson, I think we need to get answers. Why is the Witten Empire guards talking to some goblins? 
Very well. You get the answers you need because I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> Perfect. I run down the stairs and just like run up to the goblin right into his face and yell at him, why the fuck is a guard right here in your cave? And then I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> he stammers backwards for a moment as uh, he says, uh, look, uh, he's just, uh, he, he came for business. Uh, it's just simple business about the town, just about Noglop. I, I think that's what it sounded like. Okay, what simple business? You gotta you gotta elaborate what you're talking about here. Simple. He was looking for Noglop, and I told him the town's right there. It's right here. I mean, why would he be looking for Noglop otherwise? You should know. Why would he need to come all the way into your cave for that kind of information? Couldn't that have been done in the streets? Well, maybe uh, maybe it's not Noglop the town. Maybe it's just a, a person or something that he's looking for. I don't know. We don't really talk to Noglop anymore. But why would he come to you for this information? Obviously, you know more than you're leading on to. Well, uh, possibly Noglop is from our little camp, uh, but we kicked him out a year or two ago. I don't know. We don't. We don't talk to Noglop anymore. Oh, so he's looking for the pers- the goblin, Noglop. I, I believe so. Yeah. I I can't lie. Just let me live, and uh, you know, parlays parfait. I don't think this guy's a straight shooter, Cypress. Let me rip out his fingernails and shove him in his ear holes. You better tell us all, all the information there, buddy, or he's going to do that. He stammers backwards, and he just says, Look, uh, we sent Noglop to the Witten stronghold. He just was doing a little job. All he had to do was just get us, well, he had to get us work. There's apparently another pack of goblins hiding within the stronghold itself. We haven't heard from him for quite some time. We did send him down there with a few bombs, but we never heard of anything. And uh, I'm assuming maybe the guard came looking for him that way. I mean, I don't know. What, what, why did you send him there with bombs? Oh, just a simple little, uh, well, I mean, uh, some might say suicide run. Some might say completing destiny. What was he trying to do with those bombs? Kill the, the queen? Blow up the Witten Empire? Like a, a sinkhole under the palace. Talk, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and I, as he says that, I backhand him twice. And just pop, pop <laughs> in the face. Okay. This is some bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah. Roll a strike, Chuck. Ah, oh, fuck. Three. I just grace his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Caress it. Yeah, it's more of a... It's it's like you were going in hot, and then you felt bad because you were so small, so you let off the power, but you let off the power too much, so it just kind of touches him. I wanted to change this into a good cop-bad cop situation, so that's why I let go because of that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> he seems a little less intimidated, uh, but he's just like, look... Uh, Told you what I knew. I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know, some of the guards know more than some of the other guards, and maybe this guard was here to talk to some of the other guards. It'd be nice if he was alive, though, right? He's dead now. Yeah, I know, so, I mean, who knows what he, what, who knows, right? Now I can go, yeah? What do you think, John Johnson? Pretty cut and dry. Um, this cave regenerates goblins, apparently, so if we just kill him, another <laughs> family's just gonna show up eventually, and then I'll bring another adventurer in and wipe him out, so I say we just kill him and get it over with. That makes sense to you, right, Goblin? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say we regenerate. I'm still a person. I've got, I've got my small little Goblin family. We'd say this is more of a hangout. You're finding us at a central zone. But I mean, <laughs> look, don't you don't have to kill me though, right? I just look at John Johnson. Ooh, you look at me. I'm just starting to stab him. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, I felt a little empathy, but we're going with it. Let's go for it. Okay. As soon as he like a, like starts stabbing him, I don't have my dagger. I gave it to him. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to start kicking just, his knees. I'm going to try to kick his knee just in. Just 
poke him in the eyes. <laughs> okay. Oh, perfect, John Johnson. I'm going to gouge his eyes out then. Is there any way specifically, Johnson, you'd like to stab him? Well, just really like uh, Julius Caesar at two Brute style. <laughs> just like, <laughs> back, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, so you bring him in as you get like a bit closer. You almost get him to trust you for a second as you just pull your blade and just start stabbing as he's trying to talk to you. He just starts letting out screams and you see Cypress step to his side and just kick in a kneecap as the little goblin <laughs> is just screaming. You continue to stab and he finally, his limp body just drops well into your like kneecaps. He's not very tall. So he drops forward as blood is just rushing down his back and pouring onto the cave floor. Well, I'm going to sleep good tonight. No nightmares for John Johnson, I tell you that. Perfect. And I'll drag his little goblin body on top of the fire they had in that room. Okay. As you pull him on top of the fire pit, it goes a little bit dimmer around the room as smoke begins to kind of pour off of his body. And I'm going to investigate the room and the guard. What are you doing, Johnson? I'm just going to stand there and brush my hair. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you're looking around and, uh, I mean, the guard... Can I look specifically find... for the guard? I want to look for notebooks. That's all I yeah. really care about. So is you like... do find a small little pouch with some shit on him. You don't really have enough time to kind of dig through it, but you do find a small little pouch with what appears to be a small, like, letter, basically. Okay. With a, like, sealed wax stamp still on it, and then you do find a small little coin pouch with one gold and, like, 25 silver inside of that. And then you also find a nice... Well, he's got that large sword that he was using once, and he does have a dagger and a small little help to his side. Hey... John Johnson, I'll trade you my dagger for this dagger, but I'm going to keep the hilt, and you can have all, you can also have the sword. That sounds good to me. I'm not really supposed to take any tips, per se, on this adventure. <laughs> Everything goes back to the guild, but I'll, I'll take that, I think. I'm not very sword proficient, so I just need my dagger back, and we'll, we'll call it even. I understand. Neither am I. I've only been trained in daggers. That explains a lot. All right. <laughs> okay. So, anything else you guys would like to do while you're in this cave? They have the bedroom over there. Do you want to inspect that? I don't think it's got anything of value. I bet it's disgusting over there. I would prefer not to check out that bedroom. All right. <laughs> let's get back to the fucking Adventurers Guild. To the Guild. To the Guild. To the Guild. Okay. To the Guild. So, as you two make your way back out of the cave and back to the riverside and everything, you find a nice little kind of cave that the lining of the cave that leads right to the entrance almost, and you just have to hop into the water for a moment to be able to hop back out. It's getting close to sunset now at this point, as you know you have a two, two to three hour little travel back to your campsite. Is there anything you guys would like to discuss on your travels, or you guys just getting after it? I'm coming on that uh, uh, John Johnson's hair has looked fabulous ever since he's got the brush, and it just looks great. Oh, thank you, Cypress. I don't know what I would do without you. And as a token of appreciation, I have a little something for you that I brought, just in case this mission was successful. And I reach into my pouch and pull out another little pair of denim shorty shorts. <laughs> here you go, sir. Hopefully these help you be a little bit more stealthy in your travels from here on out. I'll put them over the pants that I have. Okay. <laughs> uh, it kind of like bunches up as you get it pulling and it kind of poofs out the top. Yeah, you can squeeze them on in and they're tight. They shape your ass even with pants underneath it. Surprising. You look great. I, I do a little booty bump. I'm like, huh, really? <laughs> Hells yeah, that's the Johnson shake, I like to call it. <laughs> the Johnson shake. After the few hours, it's now kind of turned into darkness at this point. And Johnson, you lead him back to the camp. As you guys get there, there's a large fire kind of roaring outside. A bonfire. It's not just like a wildfire. but uh, And there's people around it kind of just 
drinking and partying. It's always always kind of the scene around here. Uh, and you make your way back inside. Oh, I think I'm going to go straight up to uh, the boss guy and be like, this one has what it takes to join the guild. I mean, look at him. Wearing those shorty shorts, he has it. I'll give him the Johnson shake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Johnson. John Johnson, you've done surprisingly well. I know you don't fit in here too often, but I can trust your sayings more than another. Cypress, I welcome you in. You can take a room up top, pick any. We're more of like a dorm room style, so just pick any bunk you want. Drinks are free for your first night in the guild, and uh, I'll be seeing, seeing you in the morning for a, uh, another quest. Johnson, well, do what you do. I'm not quite sure what you do <laughs> on your free time. I'm going to go hang out at the stables. That's what John Johnson does. <laughs> okay. Perfect, John. Right. I'd love not to hear more about that. Uh, you... Very well. Call me if you need me. <laughs> you see him pick up a large drink and uh, begin to chug it down as he starts talking to other people. Cypress, and uh, you see Johnson now going to take his leave and head towards the stables. I think that we'll call it there. I, I think uh, it's just going to be me partying the rest of the night, so we'll pick it up uh, on the next episode. Perfect. Hells yeah. Thank you for joining us, Nate. Ah, oh, no problem. Fun little kick-ass episode. Killing some goblins, learning a little bit of shit. Everybody, make sure you check out Nat1Pod. Check out their Instagram to see that kick-ass animated short that they have. Uh, you can find them on all sorts of podcasting networks. And they're pretty dope guys. So yeah, and you could. Where else can you find? Them? You can. We can find you guys on YouTube and yeah. Yep. Uh, anywhere you type in Nat One Presents, I'm pretty sure Nate did a great job that we will show up. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Perfect. Okay. Look it up, people. Everybody out there, thank you for listening and have a kick-ass day. Shut down!